Welcome in the next Limcore episode. Today we are having a great special guest from Microsoft, Gunther Logemann. 16 years already at uh, Microsoft uh, headquarter Redmond. Um, the full profile from Gunther, I will say just in a second before this, Gunther. Can you reveal some secrets for the audience? What are we going to talk about? So we will talk about uh, the challenges of adapting robotic solutions, uh, how we as Microsoft uh, have different offerings for these type of integration and robotics, our co collaboration uh, with Replay and Roboverse, and um, what else is hot in the robotics universe and what we are doing next. We may be a little bit political at the end and uh, a couple of news from interesting news um, from Washington Post from a lady who gave birth at Tesla as uh, some funny part at the end. So stay tuned. It will be very interesting, a little bit technical, um, also business oriented. We'll, we'll reveal a couple use cases, business cases. Um, we do with our customers together how robotics can save you money or sometimes even lives of your uh, human workers. So stay tuned. You are listening to Limcore's podcast, pushing the limits of innovation and productivity in business and daily life. Today we have a special guest with me, um, directly from Microsoft, Gunther Logemann. Hi, Gunther. Hi, Marek. Nice to be here. <laughs> Gunther is um, a very experienced employee at Microsoft. Uh, you are there over 16 years already uh, on different roles. Previously, uh, over nine years at Siemens. Um, and your background seems strong, um, like engineering background uh, to be because you have um, your electrical engineering degree you've made in 1993 at Wilhelmshaf University of Applied Arts and Science in Germany. Gunther, uh, yes. <laughs> what are you doing currently at Microsoft? <laughs> Very long time ago. I, I, I just remember. So my first my first day at um, Microsoft Campus was actually in '95 when I um, was working on drivers for real-time communication. So um, it's actually a nice experience, and um, Microsoft actually changed a lot during this time. And um, yeah, nice to be here on this podcast and talk about robotics. Yeah, good. Uh, great having you here. Uh, and indeed, as you mentioned, uh, at Microsoft changed a lot at these three CEOs, right? So you began with the Bill Gates times through Steve Ballmer and now through Satya Nadella. Wow, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> that's, and what, that's really a lot of changes. <laughs> what can you say about the current status? How would you describe the, the, the current Microsoft in comparison to the Bill Gates Microsoft? <laughs> so I think... Um, in in um, the early days, um, everything was really focused around Windows. And uh, if you worked for Windows, then uh, you're the king. If you don't work for Windows components, then you you probably have a hard time at Microsoft. But um, this really changed, and now everything is really focusing on cloud communi communication um, adaption. But we are still have a very strong. 
um, presence of Windows, of course, and all the other components like Office, um, all the intermediate technologies, um, all the gaming stuff and things like this. And uh, I still feel that Microsoft has a great offer of all the different platforms, which is especially when we're talking about robotics, um, um, very promising because um, we can offer the whole set from from cloud, from the connectivity, from the telecommunication, from real time communication, and a lot of different operating system platforms, which are actually not only uh, Windows anymore. It's much much more. It's different types of Linux. It's real time uh, operating systems now. Um, yeah, and it's it's just the right. Um, time to offer actually the whole end-to-end platform for especially robotics. Yeah, and what I personally really appreciate about Microsoft is also a similar approach to, to the company where I currently work in, um, Reply, is the customer approach that we previously firstly look after the business cases, what the customer really need, and then adapt our existing portfolio or try to combine the existing portfolio to deliver um, the use cases and the, the technical part which customers really need. But we will come back to this topic uh, in, in, in the in the further minutes of our podcast or webcast for those who are looking uh, on us on YouTube. Um, Gunther, uh, can you actually tell for the audience how do we get, uh, get know each other actually? <laughs> yes, so it was actually a very interesting thing because um, we were um, actually working inside Microsoft for a long, long time on um, different types of robotics platforms. Um, we had a, components like ROS on Windows, um, different ROS nodes, and we're building with a lot of partners together uh, platforms around robotics and the robot itself. Um, but of course, with the main focus on cloud connectivity and um, AI components, adding AI components to um, to different robots. So we were actually approached by um, um, Boston Dynamics um, with the Spot robot, and it was actually interesting because um, Spot was at this time really uh, focusing on building a nice robot which is not really into was not really integrated into a bigger solutions so boston was um boston dynamics was actually approaching us to um to ask us what we have um on the truck i would say <laughs> yeah. for uh, for these type of solutions and how we can actually integrate this robot into bigger solutions and um so at the same time um, you guys were actually starting uh, working with um, um, with Boston Dynamics um, on the spot robot and um, René Schulte from the MR group and uh, I think Replay Valorum um, was publishing a lot on testing the spot robot um, where the spot robot was dancing through the office and um, and had a lot of uh, fun with these robots and I was chatting to him on um, on Facebook actually to to get a connection um, I know I know Renee for a long time but it was just the right timing for um, um, when when Boston came approached us and um, and you were working with Boston uh, and then we were um, looking into integrating the spot robot into something useful and that's where we started all the discussion and um, 
yeah, and it's finally after, I don't know, maybe one and a half years during COVID times, <laughs> we came to a solution where we now have really success and in really integrating the robot um, together with our partners into um, really big um, yeah, customer use cases, which really make sense and not just POCs. Yeah, exactly. Everything we've built together is uh, based on the need from customers. And uh, our first uh, get to know was in 2020, indeed, um, when we already uh, got selected by Boston Dynamics as the worldwide um, integration partner, one of the first in the Europe who also received two uh, spot robots. Um, now our fleet is expanding and we're having more and more robots, not only on our premises, but also at our customers. Um, but when we talk about robotics, right, and especially in context of Microsoft. So when I talk with, the, with, with different engineers, with different um, specialists, uh, they often say that, well, Microsoft is actually not really visible in the area of robotics. Um, but um, in my opinion, right, it has actually a lot of interesting components which are crucial for robotics. And yeah. this is what we are using in our platform, actually. I don't want to spoil too much because maybe there will be an, an extra event where we can reveal all of our features and what we've built together at Microsoft team. But uh, Gunther, um, can you say in, in, in general, right, what are those components uh, from Microsoft perspective which are for robotics very yeah. crucial? Yeah, so first of all, I think um, a lot of people don't realize that um, Microsoft is actually has a very strong presence in robotics applications um, over the past years. And um, so especially when it comes to providing um, the operating system platforms, um, the tools, the development tools, um, all the components which are used mostly in industrial robots. This is where we were present all over the time, right? And um, especially if you look into manufacturing robots, um, a lot of these robots were based on um, real-time kernels from Microsoft. They were based on Windows as a based operating system, Windows embedded. Um, and this is going on like for yeah, probably 15 years now. Um, and especially um, like in the um, in the early days, we had some um, even built things like Robotic Studio, and few people will my made remember this. This was even before Ross was actually there, and was a thing, right? And so there was a lot of activities around this, but never uh, it was never really. Um, came to surface and especially when you look into consumer robots and all the educational robots, Microsoft was not really there in terms of um, providing ready solutions like other companies. So, <clears throat> um, but this is now slowly changing, I would say, but we are still um, in the game of um, providing platform components. And if you look into the list of um, Azure services, operating systems, and um, different software products coming from Microsoft, um, it's actually a lot of these things are usable in uh, robotics. And um, so 
Um, we are starting, of course, with the operating system platform. In most cases, we are, have a very strong focus on security and safety, uh, and especially the security components uh, are, are becoming more and more important because also the robots uh, were in the past mostly um, single connected or they are only have very limited connectivity or only local connected. Um, but now with the all leveraging the cloud power for robotics, especially in the AI case, um, or connecting multiple robots to each other, those are becoming more and more important. So security is really one of our most important topic. And this includes a lot of things on the operating system platform, um, making this secure, getting the right updates, do the right deployments, things. And this is one of our main focus in the um, in the robotics space. Um, on top of this, we have already a lot of things um, developed as well. Um, so all our ROS components, what we have offered, and um, we have a lot of Linux versions, we have an, um, a lot of Windows versions for these ROS nodes. And um, just on a side note, all the ROS for Windows work we have done um, was actually based on the ask by the ROS community and by, by ROS um, people to improve the security. And one of the foundation is, of course, to have a secure and managed OS, which was not was more or less an unsolved problem uh, in the ROS world, where we have mostly running this on an Ubuntu. Um, this Ubuntu was more or less not accepted by most of our industrial partners. Um, so we either have to make sure that the, um, that the Ubuntu gets the, serve, the security approval or move to something which was already there. And in, in a lot of industrial environments, you have actually um, Windows as an approved operating system. Uh, it's accepted, it's manageable, it's integrated into the IT solution. And this were actually the, um, the reason why we actually started the ROS on Windows work. This is exactly, I think, the game changer um, topic where we've been addressed by a lot of customers and our existing customers was exactly the case where the, 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 the you know, the, the product team or the, the customer who is, you know, the people in, on, on the customer side who are responsible for the use case itself, you know, and, 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 and delivering this for the power users who may need the robot for different purposes. Um, then we, you know, make a couple of rounds with the IT administrator and then, uh oh, <laughs> I'm very sorry, but it's not allowed. It's a Linux device. Um, the, if as far it is, um, uh, you know, at least Windows IoT, right? Uh, mm -hmm. IoT on uh, Windows IoT device, which can be a managed manage device uh, visible in our enterprise network, you're good to go. Uh, without this, uh, forget it. So this, this yeah. means that there were a lot of um, uh, proof of concepts you know, um, on the customers, this is my perception as well, um, where the people were simply experimenting with this, but um, the, 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 the grade of production ready to say, okay, now let us deploy this on the customers, what not yet, what not yet there, right? Not there yet. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, right now uh, with our Roboverse platform and, you, you know, components, you, you also, um, you know, adjust and, and we collaborate with you make it possible. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I think um, this is um, sometimes interesting to see that um, a lot of people starting um, on the robot world with uh, building or taking what's there, um, mostly on um, Linux-based um, ROS systems, <clears throat> and want to take this to market. Right, and this is where most of the companies are actually really fundamental struggling because there is um, there is no real path, especially when you talk about to um, uh, about real mass deployments um, in industrial environments where we have completely different uh, requirements. Uh, in opposite to when you talk about um, um, customer or more or less end customer IoT. So, for example, in Hoovering Robot, um, which is connecting to a Fritz box and um, moving around in your home, has completely different security um, um, requirements than when you want to have a managed robot, which sits in the manufacturing environment and has to guarantee to be running um, maybe 24 hours, uh, seven um, days a week. and and this really makes a difference. So our approach is really, we are offering both, but we take actually the um, the security and safety level uh, of Windows into the robotics world. And this is one of our, as I said before, it, it, this is one of our main focus uh, on the whole robotics and what where we are com- contributing to this. On this other side, we have already, um, uh, and and this is actually not um, not only valid for robotics; it's actually is for the whole IoT um, world important um, that you have the certain amount of safety and security on your uh, your devices. And um, I would say, um, when people are coming out of the POC state, they realize that um, there's more. There's not just the PUC and the technical geek um, part of this to get all the AI components, get the navigation right, get the um, SLAM algorithm working. Um, the real work really starts when you bring this to market. And yep. this is where, where we are really focusing, and especially with you guys um, and the RoboWars platform, this is us all about, right? I mean, you can think about this service um, to be used on different types of devices, on different types of robots, of course, even machines. Um, you can even um, use it on drones. You see another drone up there. Um, so it's, um, it has a lot of possibilities with uh, with these type of services. Um, it goes also beyond this, so the whole integration into Office, um, AI integration, um, Dynamics integration, um, and even other things like SAP integration. So you have all the gateways and all the cloud power then behind um, these robots. This is exactly the the, 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 the power of Roboverse platform where you um, indeed can integrate the, the robot itself, which cannot ne- necessarily have to be a robot. It can also be an existing IoT device or your camera monitoring system where you simply plug and play through our uh, black box, right? And you keep your existing system running. And additionally, you add those AI features, for example, right? Because adding AI skills into our into the, the robots, for example, is as easy 
as uh, turning on a skill for your smart home speaker. Yes. However, I don't want to, you know, spoil too many features and too many news on, about our platform itself uh, for robotics, because this may come in, uh, again on, on the stage, one of uh, Microsoft conferences. Just for a reference, this year, 2021, uh, we've been already at Microsoft Build, we've been at Microsoft Ignite, we've been at Microsoft Inspire. Uh, where we show the use cases, when we give a couple updates, what we are doing with the customers, what we are doing also with Microsoft Germany, uh, great use case um, about inspection on the cars. We've been at Microsoft Inspire where we're talking about our integration with one of our customers, um, Phoenix Contact, and their uh, smart building system. Um, however, again, um, let's not spoil too much. It will definitely come more and more in 2022. Um, however, you know, 2021 for me is still not, um, over yet. Um, and the time when we are recording this podcast is December, end of December, 2021. Um, Gunther, um, can you, can you tell the audience from your perspective, what, what, what robotic innovations, which will announce in 2021 were, interesting for you or maybe not all robotics uh, features not all robotics announcement but you know maybe ai skills ai um, components which are related for robotics are important for robotics yeah so it's actually an interesting question because um so when you were that was the first part of the interview with gunter logerman from microsoft if you're interested in the second part where we discuss more about the business cases and possible return on investments for robotic products, don't forget to subscribe to this channel. It will help to get you notified about the next episode. You are listening to LimCore's podcast, pushing the limits of innovation and productivity in business and daily life.